y'all, it's a Christmas special. A bit after Christmas, but still. We hope you enjoy our ramblings and one of my first times DMing. We are throwing around the idea of doing a long-form campaign in this setting, so please, please let us know what you think. We had a lot of fun playing, and I hope you have as much fun listening. Cut to the episode. All right, we're diced up. The absolute dicing. All right, are we ready to hop into things? Yes. I don't know. I think uh, I think we should wait, debate, hold a committee. I disagree. This is not <laughs> a poor form of government. I don't know that committees are part of a poor form of government. No, I think committees um, are definitely part of a poor form of government. They just are not necessarily the same thing. The only comment I have is that one useless man is called a disgrace, two are called a law firm, and three or more become a congress. <laughs> uh, name that reference. Uh, ben Franklin. Uh, I actually am not positive. Uh, in the musical, oh, yeah. it's John Adams, though. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure whoever said it in the musical is who said it in real life. That's fair. Anyway, why are we here? Besides to quote 1776, which is a very good reason to be here. All right, we're here to play a game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, welcome to the first ever, possibly annual, one-hour, one-off Christmas special. Yay! Uh, We are going to be playing Monster of the Week. (laughs) Um... So, yeah, we're going to be playing uh, Monster of the Week from Powered by the Apocalypse? Goodness. What is it? Evil Hat Productions? Yeah, where was I? Oh, Powered by the Apocalypse is the system. Yeah. Um, retake that. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we are going to be playing Monster of the Week by Evil Hat Productions. Boy, is this an intro. Um. Yay, playlist shoggoth. <laughs> Alright, so, it's the Christmas special. It's your Yay. favorite DMs, Alex. Alex. And Alex? Alex? That did not go how I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we're here. Who are all going to be players, and your favorite editor... Who's going to be the DM? Yep, Lyrica. Oh, yeah, Lyrica. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's special about Monster of the Week, Lyrica? Uh, well, it's a real, real fun game where I don't roll any dice. That's true. Um, what dice do we roll? So each of the players has 2d6. Uh, they have... Five ratings, tough, cool, sharp, charm, and weird. Um, And when they are going to make a move, say, kick some ass, they would roll the 2d6 and add their modifier for the corresponding rating. Uh, In the example of kick some ass, they would add their tough modifier. Um, Sometimes that's plus one or two, sometimes that's a minus one. 
I don't know that we have to explain the entire system at the front here. Fair. I think just, um. like, what makes it special and unique. So, uh, Monster of the Week is very much meant to simulate those good, good monster hunting shows, like uh, Supernatural or Buffy. Uh, I am certainly a big fan of stories like that. Um... And so, yeah, there's going to be a monster. The boys are going to need to figure out what it is, figure out how to kill it, figure out where it is, and hopefully save the day. So, yeah, some of the things that make Monster of the Week unique are the fact that you only ever roll 2d6, the keeper never rolls dice, Um, the keeper is what the DM is known as, Uh, every monster has a weakness, which is something you need to find out and use against them, otherwise you simply won't be able to fight them. Uh, also, you only ever roll dice when the DM tells you. You don't say, like, I'm going to do this, and then roll some dice. You're just, like, character, going about his thing, la di da di da and then the DM's like, oops, need to roll dice for that one. And you do. Yeah. It's a real good time. Alright, are we ready to get into character introductions? Yeah. Yep. Alright. Um... Blake, who are you going to be playing today? I am Nathan, although he goes by either Nate or Natty Russ. Um, grew up in rural Mass, attended public school, um, was fairly normal, um, with perhaps a slightly unhealthy interest in folklore and mythology, but well enough uh, until his parents were killed by a monster. Do you know a monster? I do not. Very exciting. So exciting. (laughs) Our parents were viciously murdered. Yay! (laughs) Our parents, did you say, Alex? I did, because I'm Connor Russ. Nate's younger brother. Uh, I'm the mundane, which means I have no powers. (laughs) I just, uh... Your power is getting kidnapped. Yeah, my power is normal people believe me because I am also a normal person. Nice, nice. Uh, and Derek, who will you be playing today? So I'm technically playing two today. Uh, designed for me by Alex. And I'll be playing a man and his dog, who together fulfill the chosen archetype. And in this case, the chosen one really is the dog. So it essentially means that this dog has a higher ultimate destiny. And the man's just sticking around because it's his dog and he's got to take care of it, right? Um absolutely yeah so basically these two were living on a farm in rural mass and this guy just keeps getting visions right of foul horrid witches in the night but he ignores them as one does until one day he's actually attacked by such a witch and his dog fights it off and that's kind of his awakening his call to adventure when he realizes he has to take his dog and go out to save the world nice that's awesome Someone needs to pet the good boy. The good boy deserves so, so many pets. All right, so before we get into the meat of the session, 
We're going to go around real quick and uh, give each other some histories. Um, So the way they're kind of meant to work in the game is you pick a history for each of your fellow hunters, uh, and that's meant to represent uh, your relationship before the start of the campaign. Uh, Since canonically in this story, you three have known each other for a little bit, why don't you go ahead and pick a history that sort of describes your time hunting together? I'll go. I'll go. Connor, Um, you. Yeah. So, uh, Arthur, you are my hero. You're exactly the kind of monster hunter I aspire to be. And it's because you spend all of your time with a big old fluffy dog and Connor just really likes the dog and would like to live his life petting dogs. Um, I I realize now that I never gave the names because they weren't part of that text block I was referencing. But uh, yeah, my guy's name is Arthur and I've named his dog Barksalot. This is very, very good. (laughs) Yeah, and Nate, uh, you are one of my close relations. We are related by blood, because you are my brother. Accurate. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) You know? Those are my histories. Uh, Awesome. Connor, you are one of my close relations, because... Brother... Um, Arthur, you, hmm, I don't think we were neighbors when I was a kid, because rural doesn't really have true neighbors, but I, yeah, our farms were, or not farms, pieces of land were fairly close together, and I would run into you on occasion, and always appreciated um, barks a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. All right, and Arthur. Yeah, so, Connor, I'm, I'm your hero because barks a lot and I have saved your life, but I am also your hero because I saved, I mean, goodness, retake. Connor, I'm your hero because barks a lot is a dog and you like that sort of thing, but I'm also your hero because we've actually saved your life in the past, back when you didn't know monsters were real. Your older brother and I swooped in when you were about to fall victim to a fish with the lower body of a horse. Oh, no. And spared you the most gruesome of fates. And then, as your older brother mentioned, we've just gotten along one another, patrolling the borders of our own little plots of land. Got huge tracts of land. <laughs> yes. And on that note, uh, you three are in the countryside of rural Mass, and you are currently shopping for a Christmas tree. Okay, so are we at, like, one of those tree farms with the big grids? Um, you tell me. You could be at a tree farm, you could be elsewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on your way to a tree farm. Yeah, you could be at a tree farm or literally anywhere else. Anywhere else. Nice. Your options okay. are. I, I think we're going to start on a tree farm. But before we get into that, one of the moves that I've been assigned says that I am Destiny's plaything. 
which means something needs to be revealed about my immediate future after I roll this 2d6 plus weird. And I've produced a, a 12, which oh takes a plus God. 2 to be a 14, which means the Keeper is supposed to reveal a useful detail about the coming mystery. A useful detail. Ooh. If only she had some of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I've actually planned nothing. You're just supposed to hunt Christmas trees for a little bit. Uh, Very well, first. thank you. Just gonna roleplay right. so, shopping for Christmas trees. <laughs> We're wondering. All right, yeah. Huh? So, no, sorry. We we've got some. Stuff. Okay. Um. So, you are asleep, Arthur, and in your dreams, you see a beautiful Christmas tree decorated with tinsel and gold and. Uh, red, orange, yellow Christmas lights all over the branches. And as you're looking at it, you see a couple of the lights wink out in a way that you feel is just not quite natural. And then Sir Barksalot wakes you up by licking your face. Sir Barksalot now, okay. Sir Barksalot. Sounds like quite the dream. Thank you. All right, so we're on a tree farm. Uh, I think on... if you're we're just asleep, we're probably in my van. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So I think I think are are we we're probably driving to a tree farm then? Like maybe almost there, maybe pulling in. Yeah. 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 So in the road, just about to a tree farm. What are you guys talking about? Uh, Connor is singing along to uh, Christmas carols. Nice. Playing on the radio. Mm, I am half listening to the Christmas carols on the radio, half making triple sure my revolver is perfectly clean. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We're gonna buy Christmas trees. I'm paranoid. Uh, are you shotgun nutty? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because I'm in the back with my dog. You know, I'm, and at this point, uh-huh. I'm like sitting up, blinking the sleep out of my eyes, wondering how I could even stay asleep with Connor singing so sweetly. Yes, very All right. sweetly. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, uh, just as you're getting into town, you guys get a call from one of your good friends and mentors and fellow monster hunters, Rufus. I, so it like we we've this is so we're driving like an old. Uh, 2010 Honda Odyssey. Um, that's in Connor's name, which he's very proud of. It was it was one of the last things our parents left to us. That's uh, why he's driving. And yeah, because they left it in my name. Fuckers. <laughs> 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 and as any good good sibling does, he is lording that fact over Nate. Of course, endlessly. Um, and so we we've like had to install like a slightly modernized radio into the dash um, because otherwise we wouldn't be able to like aux in or use GPS and stuff because old car. Um, mm-hmm. So it like like Rufus, his contact like pops up on the screen and I hit accept for speaker mode so we can all hear him. Nice. 
What you got for us, Rufus? Hey, Rufus. Boys, you, st- you still out in rural mass? Yep. Uh, yeah, Connor's... we're right here by uh, Shepherdsire. Yeah, Connor's dragging us uh, Christmas tree shopping. What's up? Listen, I need you guys to check out something over in Franklin County, okay? There's, I don't know if it's just Christmas do-gooders or or something else, but I'm suspicious. I saw this article in the paper. Uh, First thing that happened was some baker made, made some Christmas bread. Not too suspicious. But the next two things. Someone left a plate of cookies outside a homeless shelter with the exact number for everyone inside. And after that, someone replaced the light on top of a 50-foot Christmas tree without anyone seeing a wink of them. Now, could be nothing, could just be Christmas spirit or whatever, but I don't like it. I want you boys to check it out, all right? Wait, why are we why are we investigating, like, Christmas do-gooders, Rufus? Bobby saw something in the paper. He, he got suspicious. Listen, I think it's probably nothing, but it's better to check it out, you know? Could be Faye, anything like that. Just swing by, make sure... Everything is as it seems. Get home for dinner, all right? I'm making stew. Sounds good. Yep, we'll head over right away. All right, you boys stay safe, you hear? Yep. Click. He hangs up. You hear that, Connor? Or not Connor. (laughs) You hear that, Arthur? I did. I'm not so sure about this gang. What business is it of us to uh, roll around shaking up Christmas stew gooders, as you all so nicely put it, even if they are fae? Well, if they are Faye, it doesn't matter if they're doing good right now. They mean bad. We need to head it off at the pass before anything comes of it. Well, all right then. I guess uh, right. Franklin County it is. Yep. And I'll uh, take the directions to where Rufus told us to go. Hang on. I had a I had a vision back when I was asleep, and I'm pretty sure we're going to need a tree for this next part. So we might be better off picking out a tree. Before we head over. How good's a tree gonna do us? I don't know, but I had a real vivid, real revelatory type vision. You know, I could feel it. It was significant. And in that vision, we had a tree. And it was decorated all nice and pretty. And some of the lights went out in a real specific way. And I think we're gonna need some of that. Alright, let's get a tree. Alright, so you guys head to the local Christmas tree farm? Yeah. Nice. What kind of tree do you Mm -hmm. guys get? Where are we? Uh, I'm going to like stroll around and hunt for something that matches what I saw in my vision. Was it just like a conventional like ponderosa pine um, looking vintage? It looked a little bit like, so it was all decorated up really nice and pretty. Um, but underneath all of that, it looked kind of like scraggly, beaten down a little bit. Right. We're, we're going to be looking for a on life support <laughs> kind of tree, gang. Try and find a runt of a litter. Something that looks to be scrambling to survive. And Arthur and Barksalot are going to sally off into the grid. Um, where are we going to be putting this tree? We're in a van, right? Just no, tied no, to I, the top. Meant, Isn't that what people do in rural mass? When we get somewhere. I'm, ask, I'm asking our DM. Like, where, where, like, are we bringing this tree back to Bobby and Rufus? Are... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is for uh, Bobby and Rufus's place. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, Connor is going to find a tree that is clearly, like, a foot or two too tall for their, <laughs> like, small house. Nice. I'm also gonna go looking around to try and find a scraggly, dead-looking tree. Alright. 
So do you guys all end up convening on the same tree, just shouting back and forth to each other? Or? Uh, no, I, I'm a few trees over at, like, a huge, <laughs> like, full-looking thing. Okay. Yeah, Barksala and I, like, find our scraggle tree pretty quick. Yeah, and then I imagine I find that tree by finding you and Barks a lot. Sounds Guys, good. Guys, what about this one? Too tall. Oh, bit too full for the description, too. Yeah, you you can buy it if you want. Take it to your own house. Low blow. I kind of shuffle my feet and walk over to you guys. Aww. Oh, wait, are you guys homeless? <laughs> I mean, I think we live... I That's actually a good question. Don't you live on, like, a ranch house? I mean, I can't imagine we stayed at the ranch house after our parents died. Yeah. Mm. Did you sell the plot to your neighbor <laughs> then? Am I what they call a plantation owner now? We can, we can canonize all that. <laughs> Another time. I think for now, yes, we're semi- I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I definitely don't have my own place. Yeah. I, I... Just a tree for Bobby and Rufus then. Connor and Nate live somewhere. Yeah, we, we do live. <laughs> <laughs> they exist in a place. Yeah. Alright, so you guys pick out this tree? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say because it's kind of a second rate tree, it runs you about 60 bucks. I look at Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Parkslot. Parkslot looks at Parks Parkslot barks. <laughs> Alright, sold, I guess. Nice. One of you fishes $60 out of your pocket and hands it to the nice, nice man who hands you a saw to chop it down. Ah, uh, yes. Let us just chop down this tree with a uh, saw. <laughs> it's self-service, I see. Yeah, so we take our turns. Right. Nose goes. Alright, fine. Parkslot licks his nose. <laughs> Yeah, Arthur's finger was, like, already there. I think there. Connor definitely loses this and yeah. ends up cutting the tree down. All right, yeah. You guys now have one small, kind of scraggly-looking Christmas tree. Get that thing netted up. Tie nice. it to the top of the tree. The top of the van. Nope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you just tied that tree on top of the big tree that Connor liked. <laughs> now we have to get it. <laughs> um... And you guys head off following the directions that Rufus gave you, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, yeah. It's about a 20-minute drive, and you come to the center of another small town. There's a big pine tree in the middle of town that's all nicely des- decorated for the holidays um, with a big shiny star on the top with the light inside. Um, you can see a couple of shops uh, lining the street. There's a bakery, there's a bookstore, a couple others, a restaurant. Um, uh, you can see a homeless shelter uh, up the ways a little bit. Where do you guys head first? The tree. I want to look around and yeah. See if I can figure out. Arthur wants to take some of the decorations, too. Alright. Um, this is a very tall tree. So, tall to the point that you're probably not going to be able to reach any of the branches without a ladder. 
And there's no craft store in town, huh? There is no craft store in town. Alright. Yeah, sorry, Blake. What was Nate looking around for? Um how climbable is the tree? Like I want to get a sense for if it would be reasonable for a person to change the light. Honestly, the tree looks just about impossible to climb. You know when you see uh like pine trees and they've got knobs where lower branches have been cut off so kids don't climb on them? That all right. Yeah. Good thing Nate's an adult. Truly. Yeah. So I I walk around for a little bit and then return to Arthur and Connor. Well, nothing's escalated so far, but Bobby and Rufus might be on to something. No way in hell a normal person could scurry up that tree and come back down without anyone seeing anything. Alright. And just at that moment, you hear someone calling, Hey, guys! The Biggles Christmas Tree Farm! Come and look! You'll never believe it! I look over at uh, Arthur and Nate. Sounds like our cue. Yeah, sounds important. Let's check it out. Dun dun dun. (laughs) (laughs) We check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, yeah. You guys just follow the main road up a little bit. Up a little bit of a hill. Um, You see... A sign pointing you towards a Christmas tree farm. And then you come across the farm itself. There is a sign posted out front uh, listing trees for $100, but that's been uh, crossed off and the price has been changed down to 80 You see small field of trees that are all beautifully decorated for the holidays. And a couple people milling about looking at the spectacle. Alright, let's join him. Ask what all of the commotion's about. I see they sell the trees pre-decorated here. It seems like a new development. Well, well, not usually. Uh, so do you guys park and, uh, head in? I, I think... Or I guess head in and park. I think the plan is to head in, but at the moment, Connor is in charge of parking. I did not realize we were back in the car. That's uh, true. Yeah, I, I will park in the parking lot um relatively near to like the main barn looking building that they do all of the transacting out of nice yeah you get a few weird looks because you've got a christmas tree on top of your car and you just parked at a christmas (laughs) tree farm (laughs) let's see if we can sell it for 80 bucks when we only need to sell it for 70 (laughs) we're, we're in the green yeah, but then you need to buy another tree for 80 bucks. Yeah, so we're out 10 bucks for a nicer tree. It's got that's a point. That, that's fair. All right, so what do you do? There is a small crowd of people, probably three or four, milling around in front of what looks like the farmhouse, um, just looking at the decorated trees. You can see a couple other people walking between the trees, looking like they're looking for one to bring home. Yeah, I'll probably head over to them to the people looking for trees all right yeah yeah i i walk over to them start looking at trees around them and eventually ask um so has uh i'm kind of new in town has this place always sold its trees (laughs) pre-decorated can't say that they have uh no we were we were just down the road uh, grabbing some coffee when we heard that someone 
someone came up here and decorated the Biggles Christmas tree farm. You know, they've been a family in town for decades now. Farm's not been doing too hot this year, so figured we could come on over, give them, you know, support support the local community, all that. Yeah, but no, no, no idea who decorated these trees. When did it happen? I'm a... I just heard about it ten minutes ago. Small town like this, and no one's got any idea who did it? I mean, I don't know who did it. You might be able to ask Chris Bigelow over there. He's the one who owns the farm. Or maybe his wife, Marcy. She's the one with the little girl hanging off her arm. All right, yeah, may may have to pay them a visit. Thank you. Have a good one. I'm going to, like, sidle on over to Arthur while we're just kind of looking around. And I'm going to be like, hey, do these trees look like the ones in your vision? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. They do. Yeah, you can see the same sort of, uh, gold tinsely decorations all over the branches and um just like you saw in your vision they're decorated with uh like red orange and golden bulbs uh you don't see any of them going out though Hmm. are any of the trees here particularly scraggly uh most of them are yeah these are not particularly nice trees all right in in the vision was that tree like on its own or was it like in a you know. Uh, it was in with a bunch of trees. Setting with lots of other trees. Okay, so we don't need to buy another one of these. I mean, unless you want to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, what time of day was that? Like, how did the coloration of the sky look relative to now? Um, it looked like, uh, evening. What time is it here? It is about noon. Alright. I'm just gonna let everyone know that we're gonna want to come back in the <laughs> evening. Maybe bring some stools to sit on. Perhaps arrange it with the owners ahead of time first. Hey, could we, uh, you know, purchase an evening viewing of your trees? <laughs> just in case they're closed by then, you know? Yeah, you're just going to set up a screen in front of one of the trees so you can watch it better. Yeah, probably around then I get back to the van. All right, well, talk to a couple of the locals. They don't have any idea who did it. Apparently this place has been struggling for a while, though. Certainly sounds to me like uh, we found our mark. What do you guys think is going on? Man, the more, more I see out of this guy, or even this spirit, the, the more bad I feel about taking him down. This, this really does seem pretty benevolent. But I guess we should head over to Rufus and Bobby, see what more they have to say. I don't, I don't think we need to talk. We need to go right to Rufus and Bobby. I mean, maybe we can call them, but... Um, a couple of the locals mentioned something about, uh, said I should talk to the owners uh, if I was really curious about how all these trees got decorated. Said they might know something. Hmm. Maybe you should do that then. All right. Yeah. Sounds like a good lead. One of you two want to call, want to give Rufus or Bobby a call, see if they can figure anything out from this? Sure. All right. And I'm going to head over towards... Was it Chris Bagel? Yes. Meanwhile. Boop, 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 Ring. Ring. All right, let's, let's stick with uh, Nate for now. Nate, you head over to Chris Biggle. Um, he's standing a little ways away from uh, a woman who you assume is his wife, um, chatting with a customer. 
how deep in conversation are they? Uh, it looks like Chris is just uh, pointing them towards the uh, trees that are for sale this season. Uh, after a moment or two, uh, the customer thanks him and heads off towards the trees. Yeah, uh, once the customer's gone, I'm going to head over to Chris. Hi there. What can I do for you? Hey, uh, I'm new in down. Just happened to drop by, heard all the commotion about your tree farm. Uh, gotta ask, how'd you do it? How'd you set up all these, uh, or how'd you decorate all these trees in the middle of the day so fast? Oh, uh, well, I, I, I can't say I know anything about that. Really? Bunch of... Natty, why don't you roll me investigate a mystery? All right. That's plus sharp. Correct. That is an eight. Nice. So that is hold one, right? I believe so. What is being concealed here? All right. Yeah. So you ask Chris about um, about how he meant to decorate his trees, and he seems to get almost like a little bit angry at you. He's like, now listen, I don't know who you are or what you want, but but don't you go stirring up no trouble around here, okay? The people of this town are good. They deserve this good luck that's coming to them. I don't want any snot-nosed kids like you messing it up, all right? I'm not trying to mess anything up. I'm just impressed uh, that a tree farmer managed to suddenly decorate all his trees in the middle of the day without anyone seeing anything. See, I, I, I don't know what you think you know or what you think you're onto here, but I'm telling you you're wrong. Get lost, okay? Fine by me. I walk off. Alright, yeah. Chris heads off, kind of stomps off angrily towards the barn. And let's cut over to Connor. Uh, ring, beep, ring. Beep, boop. <laughs> Alright, yeah, Rufus answers the phone. Hey, Connor, how's it going? Find anything yet? Uh, hey, Rufus. Yeah, um, the, uh, Arthur and Nate think something might be going on. Nate especially. Uh, so, yeah, that tree we found, like, no way someone could get all the way up to change the light. And now there's this, uh, Christmas tree farm that got decorated all of a sudden. Any idea what could be going on? All of a sudden, hmm, strange good deeds happening all over town. Aw, shit. Yeah, yeah, I think I might have an idea of what you're dealing with. Christmas spirit. (laughs) Afraid not, Arthur. Wish it was, though. I think it might be sprites. Sprites? Christmas sprites. You ever tangle with sprites, boys? I shake my head and then realize I'm on the phone and say no. (laughs) Well, there's two kind of sprites, light and dark. Now, light sprites typically create good, you know, make wishes, that sort of thing. Uh, usually try and help people out. In small numbers, they're not too bad. Really don't have much power, not much they can do when when there's just one or two of them. But once they start getting into groups, they create bigger and bigger wishes. They they feed on the change that those wishes cause, and and once they get a taste of too much change, well, then things go bad. How so? You see, light sprites they'll they'll keep granting wishes for as long as they can, and the more wishes they grant, the more sprites start to come and swarm, until 
until they're powerful enough to kill people. Once they start killing someone, well, the amount of change that makes taking someone's life, all of the conversations, experiences they're never going to have, well, the sprites are starving for it. Once they kill someone, they'll just keep killing. The only thing you can do is put them down. You know of any strange deaths that have happened in town recently? I look over at Arthur. I don't think so. Didn't your parents die? (laughs) 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 Sorry, that's not canon. (laughs) I couldn't resist. There's someone, I just can't put my finger on it. Lips to Mike. I couldn't resist. It was just too funny funny. to me. It was very funny. (laughs) Okay, Arthur kind of racks his brain, and does he think of anything? Um, Not to his knowledge, no. You can't think of any any strange deaths or anything like that. Yeah, no. I I have nothing. Maybe we can head down to the sheriff, the commissar, whatever they've got these days. And ask after any strange dyings and doings in good, the town. That's good to hear. So long as the sprites haven't killed anyone yet, they can be talked out of what, whatever it is they're going to do when they amass enough power. Excellent. Sprites are weak to talking. And I'll jot that down in Arthur's little notebook. That's not the only things they're weak to, though, all right? Uh... Oh, what else? Sprites are, uh, they're weak to rowan smoke. Burn a rowan branch near them, put them right to sleep. Silver's also Mm. immune to their magic, so it's a good way to contain them. Alright, good thing Barksalot's teeth are made of silver. (laughs) Sounds to me like someone should head down over to the lumber yard, try and pick up some rowan in bulk while the rest of us investigate the office for deaths. Yeah, I can take the van down to the, to some place that might, I, I can take the van and try and find some place that sells Rowanwood. Yeah, that would be real helpful. What's, what's the state of public transit in this town like? Nate, let's see if we can't catch a ride over to the sheriff. Yeah, there's a small, um, if I come back? uh, bus system. Yeah, there's, there's the occasional bus that passes through town, um, that you can catch if you want. I, I would want, unless there's another way to get to whoever's in charge of crime uh, around here. You could walk if you want. It's not super far. It's a pretty small town. It's about a 25-minute walk, uh, or you can try and wait for the bus. Unfortunately, because it's such a small town, the buses are pretty irregular. Yeah, no, walking it is. All right. So, uh, Connor, you're heading to find some rowan wood. Out of the parking lot, burning rubber past <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nate and Arthur and Sir Barks a lot are heading to the sheriff's. Sir Barks a lot. He is a sir. (laughs) It's Ken. He is a sir. You knighted him. (laughs) No, the actual reason is because I my sister keeps calling my cat sir, and now it's stuck. Um, but anyway. 
All right, let's follow Connor first. Um, where are you looking for Rowanwood? Um, I don't really know. I might just kind of drive around town and see if there's anywhere that might sell it. I honestly don't know what my likelihood of being able to find Rowanwood is. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Alright, yeah. You're driving around. Um... Uh, you see a small furniture shop. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll stop and check it out. Alright, yeah. You head in. All of the pieces in there look handmade. Um, you don't see anyone behind the counter. Uh, hello? Hey, is there, there's someone here? You can come on back. I'm out in the workshop, alright? I'm just gonna kind of like pick my way through the. Is it like cluttered? Yes. Yeah. yeah All like... there's like it looks like honestly some really nice chairs. Um, there's a number of uh, different wood pieces and stuff all very piled on top of each other and stacked um, so that the aisles are very narrow and you kind of have to squeeze your way past. Yeah, I I'm like picking my way over chairs. I I trip over something with like a like my. Yeah, my American Idiot hoodie uh, catches on, uh, like, uh, the the back of a chair carved to look like tree branches, and I almost pull that over into a domino effect, but I managed to save it just in time. Nice. Um, and then I, uh, yeah, I head to the back. Alright, yeah. Um, you find a man, uh, wearing, uh... A workshop apron absolutely covered in sawdust. Uh, he's got uh, kind of a bushy white beard uh, that also has sawdust in it. Um, he dusts his hands off. What can I do you for? Uh, hey, I'm looking. I'm looking for Rowanwood. Rowanwood. Oh, what in the hell you want with Rowanwood? That's some. That's some nice wood. I don't usually use it for any of my pieces it's expensive stuff mm. um yeah i want it for uh the smell <laughs> well while it does smell mighty fine i can give you that let, let me see if i've got anything in back all right uh, yeah, sure, that'd be great. I'm just kind of, like, distracted looking around this shop as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you glance around. All of the pieces look really fairly intricate. Um, there's a couple of, like, picture frames that have, like, swirly designs carved into the edges and stuff. Um, Ooh, it does not look like woodworking is particularly popular in this town based on the number of items in this <laughs> shop. Yeah, after a little while, the man comes back with a small block of very nice-smelling wood. Um, I was about to say dark, and I'm actually not sure if her own wood is dark, but I feel like it should be. (laughs) It sounds like a dark wood, right? 
Nope, it's light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's quite light. Um, yeah, so he comes back with a, a relatively small uh, light block of wood. So this is all I think I have. You, you want it in any sort of functional shape or anything? Uh... Whatever, uh, no, yeah, that, that'll be fine. <laughs> All right, $20, we'll call it even. Uh, <laughs> Connor's like pulling, pulling his pockets out. Uh, can I take a, how, how about, see, I'm bringing this to a real fancy wood appreciator man and if if I give him your name I'm sure he'll be back for more than just uh for more than just 20 bucks worth of wood sir <laughs> uh why don't you roll me manipulate someone uh that's an 11 <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh he does what you want it for the reason you gave him oh we we could sure use some sort of patron of the arts up in here. Don't know if you noticed, but this town's not too big on craftsmanship. Listen, if you if you could spread the word about this town, that'd be doing me sure would be doing me a solid, all right? Uh yeah, sure. Sir, sure, sir. <laughs> yeah, and he hands over the block of Roanwood. I take it. Nice. Yeah, your hoodie snags on, uh, um, on like a, a bed knob as you pass, um, and you almost pulled another pile of uh, bits of furniture down on top of you, but you managed Whoa! to avoid it. <laughs> Careful now. All right. Good reads, everyone. <laughs> Cut to Arthur and Nate. You have a relatively nice walk back into town. Um, it's a fairly warm day outside. Um, not snowing, so. Didn't exactly make any friends back there with um, you know, that tree farm. Started asking questions and uh, or just about how he decorated so fast. And he got mad in a hurry. Hmm. We forgot to ask if we could come back in the evening, too. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine if you and Connor do. Oh, yeah? Alright, that sounds like a good move, then. But let's see about finding a sheriff. Shouldn't be too hard to find. Just have what to era are we in? Building labeled pigs, and... <laughs> uh, we are in modern era. Um... In an alternate universe where you guys don't need to wear masks. Yay. <laughs> okay. In Monster of the Week, COVID. Um, is Arthur's gonna, like, brush his... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's just enormous supernatural monsters out there, but no COVID, so... Yeah, we... we Hold on, them. let me pro-con this real quick. <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, so Arthur's gonna pull out his 
smartphone and Google <laughs> for strange deaths in the town. Nice. Um, you don't find anything. All right. Next, I'm going to look for a sheriff's office in town. Um, there is one, but it is closed on weekends. Really small town. All right. Looking up mysterious crimes. Mysterious crimes. <laughs> Typed into Google. In Franklin County. <laughs> um, yeah, again, you don't really see anything that fits the bill. You get a couple of pings for... Uh, some minor burglary in a couple towns over, um, but all of them have uh, suspects that have already been apprehended and seem like fairly cut and dry situations. Damn. Okay. I'm out of ideas, Nate. All right. Well, if shit hasn't hit the fan yet, that means it's going to be close, and we know that they seem to like trees, so our best bet seems to be to wait a- to wait out or to stake out the tree farm and see what happens. Hopefully we can head this off before anything too bad happens. Mm -hmm. Right as you say that, Nate, um, (laughs) (laughs) you hear a voice coming from the woods. Hello? Uh, Hello, is there anyone here? Hello, where am I? Me and my fat mouth. All right, Arthur, let's go check that out. Absolutely. Barks a lot. Go check that out. (laughs) (laughs) The good, good boy goes back to us. We chase after. (laughs) Yeah, we we all amble off in that direction as one. The very good boy has an ability where he can resist damage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's Barks a lot only? That's up to you. That's up to you. Okay. But regardless, the good boy does have that ability. Okay. Um, yeah, so. You walk into the woods, um, and it only takes you about a minute to find, um, Nate, you actually recognize him as the customer, uh, from the tree farm. Do I remember his name? Uh, you do not. You did not ask his name because you're a very, very rude boy. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Do I remember his name? Uh, you do not because you did not talk to him. (laughs) Because you are a very rude boy. Damn. (laughs) Just handed out judgments. <laughs> I'm just telling it how it is. Fuck. Yeah. So you know, once I see him, I'll yeah, pull Arthur aside for a moment. He was at the tree farm. He was the guy I talked to about uh, trees getting decorated fast. No response from Arthur. (laughs) Arthur Arthur blinks at you. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. (laughs) Yeah, Arthur's idling animation plays, and then he comes back. Yeah, so this is the guy that Nate spoke to briefly at the Christmas tree farm, uh, the customer. Who is like, I don't know how the trees got decorated. You should probably ask the owner, Chris Biggles. Mm-hmm. True. Oh, so this guy's a liar. Biggles true. <laughs> yeah, he is wandering through the woods looking very sad and lost and confused. He has not spotted you two yet. 
Okay, okay. Barkslot, you get out there and soften him up. Like, act all friendly-like, you know? So he's not startled when we emerge. Go, go. And I kind of, like, pat the dog. <laughs> I, I think Barkslot understands. Yeah, he bounds up to the man. It's like, oh, thank God. Oh, where's your owner? He must be somewhere nearby. C- can you help me find my way, boy? Mm. Yeah, Arthur, like, pulls out his busting chops, and he's calling out now, like, Barkslot, hello. Where are you at, boy? Yeah, the man and... And he very organically wanders over. Or find their way to you. Um, Oh, thank... Sorry, my cat sneezed. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Good work. That was the cutest thing. (laughs) Uh, Oh, thank God you guys found me. I... Hey... Hey, weren't you that guy from the tree farm? Yeah, yeah. How'd you end up all the way out here? Well, I... I just... went for a hike in the woods. And... And then I woke up in some clearing somewhere. I, I, I mean, maybe I hit my head and knocked myself out. I don't remember falling or anything. Hmm, well... That's a hell of a story. You um, you go hiking in this area a lot? Yeah, yeah, I do. My house is just through the woods on uh, past the farm, so. <laughs> over the river? <laughs> All right. No, okay. no, not over the river. The Over the river's the other direction. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, just, just through the woods. Through the woods, across a field, over the brook, and then there's my house. Over the brook. Going over the river is a ridiculous idea. You gotta go over the brook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you recognize the field you came to in? Or was it uh or was it a whole new area? I mean it looked like the same place. Can't be too sure, and honestly honestly I don't even remember falling asleep, truly. That is Hell of a story. You mind? Yeah. You want to take us retrace your steps, maybe? Yeah, sure. Sure, boys. Um, and he brings you on back to a clearing. Um, sorry, the cast needs to get. Um, it is relatively small. Um, honestly, looks like a pretty normal forest clearing as far as forest clearings go. Right. Barkslot, sniff around. See if you can find anything strange. Hmm. Um. Why don't you roll me and investigate a mystery check? Or does Barkslot have like a specific investigate type skill? Nope. We are a chosen. Right, then, yeah, roll me and investigate a mystery. Using bark slot? Uh, yes. Okay. We have produced a three minus. Oh, no. Three plus one is oh, four. Oh, no. Oh, That's no. That's very good. That's not amazing. I would go uh, so far as to call that bad. <laughs> 
on a miss, you reveal some information to the monster or whoever you are talking to. Um. Um. <laughs> By the way, Nick's parents are dead. <laughs> that, uh, I, I'm gonna do toll out the. <laughs> I think I'm gonna dole out the information revealing, but thank you, Derek. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, this man whose name you still have not asked, uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, brings you to this clearing, um, barks a lot, sniffing around, you guys are, you seem just sort of milling about, standing on the side, and he looks over at you and he's like, oh, oh my god, is that a gun? It's a well, dog. little impressive. Little impressed dog. you managed to spot it, but yeah, I concealed carry. Do you have a license for that? Hmm. It's probably. Listen, I probably I, left it in like my car. He's like backing up, like kind of nervous now. Uh, it's like I don't want any trouble here. I'm just trying to get back to town. All right. If you guys can just point me in the way I'm meant to be going, then I'll I'll be out of your hair, okay? I Sorry, I just realized I was, like, intentionally leaning away from the mic as I said that. Uh, I'm gonna take that line one more time. Um. Alright, listen, you guys. Listen, I, I don't want any trouble here. I'm just trying to get back to tap. So, if you guys could just point me in the direction of, of the trail or the road or anything I'll be out of your hair okay he's like slowly backing away he looks really nervous uh do I know which way town is um yeah well you at least know which way the road is because that's where you and Arthur came from uh and you were taking the road Mm. to town yeah I point in that direction roads that way I don't want any trouble either The man looks scared by that uh, and heads off very quickly. Uh, yeah, so there's now a frightened and suspicious man who knows that there are strangers in town with guns. Yep. <laughs> Um, Barkslot bounds right back up to you, Arthur. He didn't find anything. You looked real happy, though. It's got a Lick. his mouth open, panting. Good work, Barkslot. I, I give him a stick from nearby. Yeah, he gnaws on it, carries it very proudly. Good work, good work. All right, what's, what's the move, Nate? Should probably go check in with Connor, see if he's found anything. Makes sense to me. All right, I call Connor. Hi, we are in the woods. How did the wood finding go? Uh, hey, yeah. Um, I I got I like I kind of hold up the block of wood so I can get a better look at it. It's about how how big is it? Uh, it's like uh like 
two inches by two inches on one end and like four inches long. Yeah, I got some. Might be all we we're gonna get though. Also, I think I need to convince Bobby and Rufus to buy a chair. True. <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, Everyone you can use a chair. Good. Yeah, we'll hold the tree we got them hostage. <laughs> Here's this gift. Now buy a chair. <laughs> exactly. Your gift is waiting until you comply. <laughs> uh, so yeah, where where are you guys? I can I can come pick you up. Uh, well, at the moment we're in the middle of the woods, but there's a road not too far from us. Um, it's kind of mm-hmm. on the it's the road to town, so it shouldn't be hard to f- uh hard to find. Just yeah, just send me your location. I'll be right over. On it. I uh send the location. Yeah, you pass a very startled-looking man walking back to town. Um, Connor. Huh? Yeah, you pick up Nate and Arthur. What do you guys want to do next? Uh, how'd it go? Didn't find anything. Something sketchy in these woods, though. Uh, well, this is what I got, and I hold up a little block of wood. Well, it'll have to do. Good work. Uh, do we have anything we can light it with? We are the car's got a cigarette lighter, doesn't mess. it? Uh, sorry, you both spoke at once, and unlike <laughs> real life, I have a bit rate. <laughs> uh, what was that? Car's got a cigarette lighter, don't it? And the other one? We're three dudes living in rural mass. I'm sure at least one of us falls into, like, the survivalist stereotype to some extent. That's true. I'm actually canonically a Boy Scout, so I probably have. Yeah, you you probably have, like, a pack in your van, always, with, like, rope and lighters and, like, more rope and whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can use the, uh, we can use the cigarette lighter, or my lighter, and I have a little little bit of tinder we can use to get it started, because I don't think I'm going to be able to just light this block of wood on fire. Alright, well, we we got our, uh... I don't know, what, sprite weed, I guess? Now it's time to find the little bastards. Uh, yeah, just, uh, tell me where to go. Back to the farm? That's our, that's what's looking like our best bet, yeah. Alright, drive, drive, drive. Alright, yeah. You guys head back to the farm. Uh, it takes enough time that you get to listen to a Christmas song and a half before you get there. It's, uh, all I want for Christmas is you and then half of Jingle Bells Rock. So Jingle nice. Bell Rock is stuck in all of our head over it. <laughs> <laughs> you monster. It's a good all song. All of us are just going... <laughs> no, the real reason he's a monster is because he let us... Is because the song he chose for us to listen to all of is all I want for Christmas. <laughs> Alright, yeah, you arrive at the farm with a song stuck in all of your heads. Um, you all get out of the van, I assume, humming. Yeah, we, we're actually in a West Side Story style <laughs> uh, breakaway song scene. We're all like... Snapping <laughs> <and> <laughs> We're jets. When Excellent. You're <laughs> Very quality. We got a uh, barks a lot, just kind of like Going, 
<laughs> yeah, Christmas tree farm seems basically as you left it. Um, uh, it is starting to get on towards evening now, though, Derek. Um, which is when you saw your vision. Hark, tis evening. We must watch the trees of the farm. Yeah, uh, we just gonna, like, walk out there and look at the trees? I mean, I guess, yeah. Or we could sit in the car and look yeah, at the trees, we... but... I don't know if I'm gonna be able to drive we, up close We want to be able yet. to, like, light up the Rowan real That's quick. That's true. Is yep. the thing. Uh, I guess we'll just wander around looking at trees until something happens. <laughs> nice. Alright, yeah. Um. So you're wandering around looking at, just taking in the beautifully decorated trees. Um, the last few customers look like they're finishing up, getting ready to head out. Um, and then two things happen almost instantly. Sorry. A few things happen almost instantly. Simultaneously or instantly? Simultaneously. And then a few nice. things happen simultaneously. <laughs> and now this. Simultaneously. <laughs> um, you hear a crash of what sounds like a tree falling. You hear someone scream out in pain, and then shortly after, another person scream out in what sounds like fear. Uh, uh should, I'm gonna just start running towards yep. them. Yeah, I imagine all of us yeah. do. Um, you start running towards the noise. It is a relatively small tree farm, so it does not take you very long at all to find a man with a tree fully toppled down on top of himself and his hysterical wife uh, standing right next to him and sobbing. I'm going to try to move the tree. I will help. Alright, yeah. You pull the tree off of this man and you see a very bad gash in his uh, skull. I check his pulse. Um, There is not one. Fuck. Oh no. She's crying. Is he okay? Is he okay? Connor, leave the wood. Get her out of here. I wish. Uh, hey, miss. Uh -oh. Um, y you're gonna have to come with me now. What, what happened? Uh, I think, uh, yeah, you're, you're gonna just have to, have to come with me. And I'm just uh, she... like trying to drag her out of the... Yeah, she allows herself to be led away, still sobbing. He, he, he was just jumping down the tree. He said he wished he would fall over faster. Uh, do is are we still close hmm. enough for them to have heard that? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I'm gonna like shoot them a knowing look. Wish he hadn't said that. Yeah. Your wish does not come true. <laughs> Down. Uh, well, they've killed. So now we officially have a problem on our hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say Arthur. You probably noticed this because uh, you are just a certain level of tuned in with the trees after your vision, uh, you notice some of the lights flickering out. Hmm. I'm going to point this out to Nate and be like, you reckon it's time we, you know, did the thing with the, uh, yeah. and Arthur like, like mimes it. a blocky shape. You want to do the honors? And I toss him the lighter. Uh, can I have one of you read a bad situation for me? 
Also, one of you might have to read the fact that I have the Rowan one. I told you to leave that here. <laughs> read the fact that what? Uh, you may have told me that. I did not hear that as a real person, and therefore in character, definitely didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, I'll... I'll see what I can do. Go run and grab the wood from Connor. Okay. And I'll also read the bad situation with Arthur while I'm at it. So I'm jogging along with my nine. <laughs> and that means I get to roll plus one. sharp. Hold one. He already oh, did. He no. got a nine. Yeah. Oh, yay. Like, I'm nine after got it, my got it, got it. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so you get to ask me one question from the list. What's the biggest threat? Okay. Um, so as you're jogging after Connor, you see more and more of these red and gold lights, uh, flicker out on the trees. And as you're glancing around, you notice what looks like the same type of lights, but now they're dark purples and blues and blacks, and... They're turning naughty. You see them collecting on the far corner of the field. It looks like they're heading into the woods. I'm gonna yell out towards Connor. Uh, they're gathering in the far corner as I continue running at, oh, it's at him. Yeah. I need the lighter. Sorry, you're running at me? I need uh, the lighter, need the wood right? Me. Yeah. Oh, okay. I need the wood. Uh, uh, hey, ma'am, uh... I think Mr. Biggles has some hot chocolate. If you want to go call 911 and talk to him there, uh, and then I'm going to, like, toss the wood to you behind your back <laughs> and, like, just try and keep her facing away from the crowd as sprites, presumably. All right, I turn in this time. I'm yelling to Nate. Uh, meet barks a lot over by the far... Wait, which of us is closer? Uh, Nate is closer to where they're gathering. Yeah, I'm going to give the block to Barkslot and be like, boy, run this over to Nate, over there, that direction. Uh-huh. And I'm going to tell Nate that Barkslot's on the way, etc. He is a very, very good boy and does exactly as you ask. I take the Rowan from Barkslot, give him some pets, and head over to where they are gathering. Nice. Um... I'm gonna also while this is happening, I'm gonna finish leading the woman over to the barn, like make sure she's been passed off to an adult, um, and then run to the van and get my baseball bat. <laughs> Unfortunately, not constructed of rowan wood. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> it's a really. It's true. I get to choose the material. Of- <laughs> Barks a lot's teeth, and I am retconning silver to be Rowan Wood. So you burn Barks a lot's teeth? Oh no. Oh, never mind. They're still silver. This poor, poor boy. I don't okay. know if we can choose silver given that one of the options is teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have to pick teeth, you know? Wait, one of the material options is literally teeth? One of the options is literally teeth. That's so wild. <laughs> Oh, the teeth are made of teeth, Ben. <laughs> fine, fine. What, you mean Barksalot isn't one of those, like, roided-up security dogs with titanium teeth? 
I was gonna say, Parks a lot's got a grill. I didn't know Alex designed this, dude. Yeah, no, Barks a lot is a is a Wu Tang inspired dog and wears a grill. Nice. I love it. All right, so yeah, you guys head over towards, um, what you presume is the cloud of now dark sprites, uh, heading into the woods. Yeah, as you get closer, the cloud seems to dissipate more and more. You're not sure if they spotted you, um, or if they're just moving further into the woods and the setting sun makes them harder to spot. I'm going to have you roll investigate a mystery check uh, to try and follow them. Plus sharp. Yep. 13. Yes. God, I would have been so upset if you failed this. <laughs> Me too. Oh, also, uh, Derek. Wait, Derek. wait, can I just? Uh, Mark, wait, uh-huh. roll What's up? four earlier. Derek. Oh, Derek. shit, yeah, you're Mark, right. Mark X. Or... Every time you fail a roll, you get it. Yay, thanks. My bad. Sorry, Arthur. Yeah, well... This time barks a lot, marks the XP. Also, we're in Massachusetts, right? Yes. I'm I'm looking at a map of Rowan tree distribution, and it turns out that's exactly where the most Rowan dense forests are in the United States. This is different from the Rowan tree distribution map I looked at last night. <laughs> Let's use the one Lyrica mm. has, because we were looking, I believe we were looking at Mountain Ashes, Lyrica, which is like the other name for it. Yeah. That's what I have on Wikipedia, and they grow largest next to Lakes Huron and Superior, and in northeastern United States, they grow in Connecticut, Maine, Massachusetts. Mm. Yeah, so mm. I think we were assuming... So we just set the woods on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I think regardless, they're still probably pretty rare. I've never seen what I would recognize as a Rowan tree. Regardless, this is, this is all tent today. Lyrica, is this a Rowan forest? <laughs> uh, this is unfortunately not a Rowan forest. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. So, so sorry to report. So, uh, Nate, you rolled a 13? Yes. Nice. So you get hold two. May I perhaps suggest where did it go? Yes. Yes, you may. Uh, yeah, so... The sprites are definitely difficult to spot as they head into the woods, um, but you're able to follow them easily enough, and they lead you to a clearing. Are they, like, congregating there, or...? Uh, yeah. So, they are congregating around a large tree on the other side of the clearing, and you can't quite make out what it is about this tree but something seems off to you yeah i guess i'll um walk closer to the tree making sure i have rowan and lighter at the ready do you want to save your last question or ask it now ask it now what is being concealed here yeah so you take a couple steps closer to the tree and you can see that the sprites are congregating on around this sort of crystal of types. It looks almost like a large flower petal growing and hanging off of this tree. And you can see them carrying bits of powder up as if they were pollinating this flower. And then you can see others flying down to the bottom of this crystal and sucking this 
sweet liquid out of it. Yeah. Um, once I'm close to the base of the tree, I'm going to light up the rowan wood. All right. Yeah. So that's what you would have done if you got to the base of the tree. But as you creep across the clearing, you hear a flap and fluttering of wings right next to your ear. Roll me plus tough. That is a 10. Nice. All right. So you hear that sound that you get like when a bug flies right next to your ear. And then you feel almost a a pain or an irritation in your eyes. And you manage to spot it right as it flutters away. But there's a sprite right in front of you. It's got long purple wings and its claws are sharpened into black talons uh and you can tell that it just threw some of that dust that it was that the sprites were using to pollinate the flower at you in your eyes you know from the lore and your time spent with rufus and bobby that sprites can use fairy dust to put humans to sleep now it seems like you've been able to resist it for now but you should probably get it out of your eyes before it does too much damage to you. Yeah. Um, I immediately text uh, Connor and Arthur my location. I think Arthur was just a little bit behind uh, Natty and heading into the woods, so it's probably able to follow mm-hmm. the path you took without too much trouble. Um, nice. I'm going to say probably... Um, just about right after you got attacked by the fairy dust, uh, Arthur arrives in the clearing. Hello there. Take the wood. Light it up. By the tree. Fucker, put something in my eyes. Like, All right. try to, like, squinch my eyes shut and rub them to try to cry it out. Okay. Um, we probably prepped for a hike in the woods earlier, right? So Arthur's just gonna, like unclip that canteen from his waist and toss it over while he grabs the block and runs to the tree. Start washing my eyes out. Alright, Arthur. Why don't you roll me and act under pressure? Let's see how this goes for you. Okay. Eight plus one is nine. Nice. Alright, so on a mix of success, I get to give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Oh, just pay the Um. price. Thank you. (laughs) Nope, I get to give you um nice try though Mm -hmm. uh so i'm gonna give you a hard choice which is you see an opening you definitely have a chance to light the rowan wood but if you take the time and go through with it you're pretty all sure the fairies are gonna get or the sprites are gonna get you with the fairy dust you know that's that's fine i light the rowan wood i let the sprites get me all right yeah so Sprite swarms down in front of you, tosses fairy dust at you. We're only a plus tough. Okay. 11 plus 1 on Arthur is 12. Ooh, you guys are so, so tough. Yeah, so um, you feel the same thing Natty felt. That like eye irritation as the powder bursts in your face. Um, that odd discomfort uh, and feeling like your eyes are all itchy and you need to get rid of get the dust out um but you do Whoa. manage to light the wood on fire well done at this point uh i think connor arrives uh, i was gonna say i probably walked in back into the farm with my bat and was like 
where the hell is everybody? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no, no. Arthur is like on the far side of the field. Um, That's true. Okay, yeah, I, I probably are. Yeah, and I think one, once two people tromp through the woods, it's relatively easy to follow the path. Two people and a dog, excuse me. Yeah, so I bust into the clearing with my baseball then. <laughs> yeah, Barksalot is probably barking quite a bit by this point, too. Yeah. yeah the fairies, or excuse me, the sprites do not love that. Uh, they are going to try and swarm Barksalot and toss their dust at him. I'm going to try to shoot their flower crystal thing. Mm, Barksalot dodges it. Does he do that by rolling tough? Let's say he does it there. <laughs> what if instead we roll some dice and play this game? Okay. I I do wish Mark's lot could dodge okay. it narratively though. That would be very very cute. Okay, four plus two is Aww. six, but I think we can give plus one circumstantial because he's a good boy. <laughs> Does Mark Slot just have plus one ongoing because he's a good boy? I don't know if I want to canonize that. That seems very powerful. It's all right. I do. And I think with the equally weighted vote, we should decide in favor of it. <laughs> because the DM already Derek has so could much. Could also... I'm going to veto that because that's one of my powers. Derek could also roll to help out. Derek could also oh, roll to help true. out. Look at this. Look at us remembering how to play this game. This is this is much wiser. Okay, Arthur's going to make a cool roll to help out if it's okay. It. All right. We've got a, another four plus oof. <laughs> One is five. Ouch. <laughs> oof. Um, so on a help out, uh, when you fail, you expose yourself to trouble or danger without helping. Um, so what happens is Berksalot starts barking at the fairies. Uh, they seem to not like the sound and swarm down around him. Uh, how do you try and help out, Arthur? I probably like bunch up some papers from my pack and like swing them around. Just, like, tossing them at the fairies to try and scatter them? Yeah. Not tossing, just, like, yeah. whacking around with, like, paper tubes. Ah, got it, got it, got it. Um, so, yeah, a couple fairies flutter out of the way of your wild swings. Um, but you see one manage to get a direct toss in to Sir Barksalot's good, good boy eyes. And he stumbles and falls right asleep. As for you, as you, as for you, Arthur, as you're swinging the uh, paper rolls uh, all over, trying to knock the sprites out of the air, another one manages to get some fairy dust in your eyes again. Roll plus tough again, this time with a minus one. Okay, this is a three plus one minus one is three. Ooh. Oh, no, 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 I have a minus one to tough. Yeah. Oh, so no. it's three minus two is one. Oh, there no. <laughs> That's um unideal. yeah mark you XP. you do mark xp <laughs> um yay oh so it's sir barks a lot um for his failure um, do they we'll figure out how that works later good work yeah um so uh you swing wildly towards the fairies um and another one manages to hit you 
just right in the face with a cloud of fairy dust. And just that combined with uh, you getting hit earlier, you just go down. You curl up and start snoring right next to Sir Bark's lot. <laughs> it's very, very cute if it wasn't so dangerous. With the sprites all over Arthur and Bark's a lot, do I have a shot on the crystal? Absolutely, yeah. I take it. Go for it. Roll me and act under pressure. Oh, no. Uh-oh. That's a four. <laughs> After modifiers. To remind y'all, we do have a lot. Y'all can burn luck <laughs> to turn any roll into a 12. That's an amazing but it goes point. Away forever. I'm just, uh, I'm just gonna lock this roll. All right. Yeah. Line up your shotgun. Um, it's a revolver. You line <laughs> up your revolver. <laughs> Sorry. Just... All right. So yeah, you line up your revolver, point it straight at the pit the crystal and pull the trigger your shot goes off and you see the crystal explode into pieces and rain dust and what looks like nectar down onto the uh base of the tree below um the sprites all turn and you can hear them hissing and screeching at you well that's not good (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i'm gonna bust in and try and bat the uh the freaking sprites off of nate with my bat nice um all right yeah roll me and act under pressure um, uh, you're gonna get a plus one on this because the rowan wood smoke has started to affect the sprites, uh, and they are starting to get sluggish. Okay. Um, this is plus cool. Yes. Six. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Nate, you want to try and help out? Yes. Yes, I do. Seven. Yay! All right, how, how are you helping? So... I should have asked you that first. Yeah, he, he's just trying to, like, bat them off, right? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I go in, pick up, um, Arthur's rolled-up paper and start swatting. Nice. Yeah, between the two of you, you managed to, uh, well, so, uh, helping out adds plus one to the dice roll, bringing, uh, Connor's six up to a seven, um, um, I'm gonna give you a price to pay, um, Connor, you start batting at the sprites, um, well, but I do succeed in what I'm doing, though, right? Yes, yes, you do. Um, yeah, you start batting at the sprites, and you're definitely knocking them out of the air. You also notice that the ones that you've hit seem to sna- stay down. It seems like between the uh, Rowan would smoke and just sort of blunt force trauma that you're applying to them, you're knocking them down to the ground, and they're staying down. As you swing around at them, both of you have feel 
sharp pain around your fingers and hands. And you see Brights latched onto your fingers. They're biting at you uh, and scratching at you with their fingernails and toenails, uh, which are also long and sharp. Uh, take three harm each. Ow. Ow. Uh, looks like they're trying to pry your fingers off of your respective uh, batting objects. Nay. I'm going to hold my hands right the... F- I'm just going to hold my hands slash stand right over the burning piece of Rowan. <laughs> yeah, that does it. The sprite continues, like, weakly clawing at your hand and then eventually lets go and drops down to the ground. Start picking up all the sprites that are on the ground and pushing them towards the fire. While right. he does that, I'm going to go try and wake up uh, Arthur and Barksel. Yeah, yeah. They rouse relatively easily, actually. Hey, um, hey, uh, so... You might want to get up. Ahoy. It looks um, like uh, it looks like we're winning. Nice. Glad I could help out. Yeah, Arthur, you feel vaguely, like, disoriented and confused, but you wake up easily enough. Good work, team. Barks a lot, stretches, and gives a big ol' yawn, and clambers nice. to his feet. All right, yeah, so all the sprites seem to have been either knocked out by the battery or by the rowan smoke and are on the floor of this clearing. Do they burn? Uh, Where do they come from? Can we send them back? So you would know this just from past research you've done on Faye. Um, yeah, like does Monster of the Week do the whole like summer winter quartz thing? Um, hmm. <laughs> we, we don't have to get into silly on silly find out by donating to our patreon just kidding yes. we don't have one <laughs> exactly uh so yes you know that sprites do burn um you also know that to in order to burn sprites you have to destroy their nectar first um arthur you would know that um well uh light sprites can uh be talked into just disbanding and going their separate ways uh, once a sprite goes dark, I mean, once they've killed someone, um, there's no talking them out of it. You really have to kill them to stop them. Unfortunate. We put them inside the fire. <laughs> Just take Directly sprites. into the fire. Yep. Yeah, do you want to put them next? What was, what's the alternative? Nah, we're going to use these little fuckers as kindling. Jesus. <laughs> So yeah, Damn, that's just, rude, though. just All right. scrape them into the fire. Yeah, you scrape the sprites into the fire, um, and you can see the flames flickering around their tiny humanoid bodies and their wings. Um, they don't seem to be catching, though. All right, we destroy their nectar. I thought we... didn't we already? Y- yeah, was that not So the- you you broke the... Cr- so you broke the crystal, but there's still like dust and nectar just like lying at the roots of the tree. It's still just all in a big pile down there. Um, okay, how does one get rid of burn nectar? That? Uh, you just need to burn it. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out the answer was fire all along. Okay, we set that on fire too. Nice. Yeah. Uh, as you do that, you see the tiny sprite body starting to uh, crinkle up and turn into ash. Okay. I imagine we stick around until the embers die down and we throw dirt on it. Like responsible citizens. We are good. Very safe boys. Yeah, exactly. Responsible like forest fires. 
fire keepers, I guess. And then we go deliver a Christmas tree. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you make the drive back to Boston where Rufus and Bobby live. They welcome you with hot bowls of Rufus's famous stew. What type of stew is it? Beef stew. Uh, very similar to Hungarian goulash. They have eggnog? Yes. Nice. Getting a big old glass of that with my stew. Nice, yeah. Yeah, it's Rufus's own recipe. Nice. If it's his own recipe, it's probably strong <laughs> as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Um, is Connor allowed yeah. to have eggnog? Um, how old are you? I'm 17. From me, you are. 17. <laughs> it's Rufus's. Um, Rufus gives you half a glass. Okay. Um, what about you, Arthur? How old am I, Alex? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> uh, Rufus gives you two glasses. <laughs> Nice. Is this strictly strictly age based? Rufus takes back your second glass. <laughs> Down. There there is an age based equation for how much eggnog you can <laughs> Correct. In Rufus and Bobby's house. So what, are they uh on their third or fourth by now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh thirty. <laughs> They're both sixty three. <laughs> Now we know. Yep. <laughs> That's some good, good math, Derek. Thank you. Four, 42 uh, divided by two times three. <laughs> some good, good math. <laughs> um, and Interestingly, yeah, that also you... correctly gets uh, gets Nate's age of what? <laughs> <laughs> it's all playing. It's out. all coming together. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all coming together. <laughs> Um, and as you eat your delicious stew and drink your eggnog, you regale Rufus and Bobby of your tale of the sprites. So anyway, I started swinging. <laughs> Cut to black. 